At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play you found prime time action with gil alexander and matt brown on vsin the sports betting network hello welcome to a monday edition of prime time action here on vsin matt brown amal shaw in over here to my right also stephen bond behind the glass gil will be back in here tomorrow amal we have a football game tonight that if we'd have said a month ago it was actually going to mean something, people would have laughed at us, and this game actually means something to both teams. It really does. Good opportunity here for the New Orleans Saints at home. Always tough. Matt, you're from that part of the country. You know how difficult it is for teams when they go into the Dome. How many times have you seen favorites go in on the road and come out with an L? Miami's playing extremely well, but the one thing I would caution with the Dolphins is when you look at their victories outside of Baltimore in the Thursday night game, beating the Jets twice, beating Carolina, not exactly a murderer's row in terms of their schedule, uh, mm-hmm. what they've been able to accomplish lately. Yeah, no, absolutely. Right now as we sit, there are threes, there are three and a half. So depending on which side you won't be sure and shop around, that total sitting 37 and a half to 38 as well. So as we always say, whichever side you want to play on, be sure that you're getting the best number. We do have some tips that are coming right now if you want to bet the Rockets and the Hornets. That tip is happening 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. The Hornets are 7.5 to 8-point home favorites in that one. 233.5 is your total. 730 Eastern, 430 Pacific. The Bulls and the Hawks. The Bulls are 3-3.5-point three three road favorites. 217.5 to 218. The total there, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, the Celtics and the Timberwolves. Celtics, 4.5 to 5-point road favorites there, 214, 214.5. Uh, 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, Jazz and the Spurs. Jazz are 7, 7.5-point road favorites there, 230, 230.5 your total. 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, Grizzlies and Suns. Suns, 7.5-point home favorites, 221.5, 222. 
the total 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, the Mavs and the Blazers. Blazers, point and, point, point and a half home favorites there over the Mavs, 213, your total final tip of the night, 1030 Eastern, 730 Pacific, the Nets and the Clippers. The Nets are three and a half to four point road favorites there, 214, 214 and a half. Amal, you have any action tonight? I do not. Uh, I do have one game going on right now, actually, in progress. Let me rephrase that. Not later on coming mm-hmm. up. The Syracuse game. I laid nine and a half here with the Orange against Brown. The Bears out of the Ivy League. I just don't think they're an upper echelon team in that conference. But they came out shooting the three ball well so far, Matt. We'll see if they can sustain it in the second half. Cuse had a couple of games postponed, obviously, due to COVID. On a two-game losing streak, coming in at five and five. I think this team should be better than their record indicates so far. Home loss to Colgate. But no shame in losing to Villanova, obviously, as they did earlier this year. So as we have done for the last two weeks here, it's basically just a a rambling through of COVID news here. I mean, there are 106 players that have gone on the COVID list. I mean, it is all, it's crazy. All tested positive, 96 positive tests today. That is another record high. Some of the guys that are out there that are getting on the list are, you know, from the Titans, Julio Jones, Bud Dupree get moved on to the COVID list there. Now, it, it, depending on where you, what, how you view this Titans team, I mean, Julio only had one target this past week. I mean, Bud Dupree is not the Bud Dupree that we knew of old here. I think this is a much bigger thing if this was A.J. Brown as opposed to, to Julio Jones. I don't know if this really changes all that much. I mean, certainly you'd rather have Julio out there, but I don't know if this really changes my view on if you were, if you were looking to either back or fade the Titans. Yeah, I would agree with you there. I think the Julio Jones that we've gotten so far in Tennessee has not been the same player that Atlanta uh, traded away. And you mentioned Bud Debris. I thought when Tennessee acquired him, I thought they should have said, is TJ Watt coming? If not, we're not going to bring yeah. you down. I mean, that was the key really in terms of Bud Dupree's success in Pittsburgh. But this Tennessee team really showed a lot of moxie in that second half against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Let's see if they can sustain it because the Colts are right there knocking on that door for the AFC South. The Bucks. Uh, Mike Evans didn't play this past week as it was anyway due to his injury, but he is now on the COVID list as well. So if you are kind of keeping tabs there for the Bucks, you've got Leonard Fournette on IR. You have Chris Godwin, season-ending IR. Now you have Mike Evans on the COVID list as well. The Panthers, defensive end Brian Burns gets put on the COVID list. He is one of the last good players left there for the Panthers, only guy that's been playing good so far this year for them. Uh, Bengals, also Brandon Allen. That's a backup quarterback there, but this is one of those things where I think we need to keep a pretty close eye on this because as we've seen them all time and time again, it's like one guy in a quarterback room test and then the next thing, a day might pass and then another guy tests. And I know I know that uh, Cincinnati is one of those teams that is doing the whole keeping one quarterback quarantined thing. Yeah. So their third string guy is not ex- actually in the quarterback room. But I mean, obviously this team is is nothing without Joe Burrow. So it's going to be uh, something I'll be keeping an eye on for sure. I think it's a good move by Cincinnati, mm-hmm. but I would prefer to do that with the second stringer instead of the third stringer. Mm-hmm. At least you got a chance in the game. You yeah. don't want to be out there in some of these situations the way Taylor Haneke played last night he might be a fourth stringer come next week but you know (laughs) when I look at this team going forward they're dangerous you know offensively think about this guys we have a situation in Cincinnati Burrow throws for over 4,000 yards mixing over a thousand rushing Chase and um, uh, T Higgins both over a thousand yards first team ever to have four players under the age of 25 to be able to accomplish that what an incredible achievement and this team's only going to get better and they've got to do it now because Matt when you look at this window of the talent that they have Mm -hmm. Eventually, you're going to have to pay everybody. And we saw that happen in Seattle. You paid Russell Wilson. It decimated the defense. You've got a great window in an AFC North where – 
Cleveland doesn't know who their quarterback's going to be next year. Pittsburgh already knows they need a new quarterback. And Baltimore with Lamar Jackson, great regular season team. I'm not worried about them in January. I can tell you right now, it doesn't matter where they are picking in the draft. The Bengals are taking an offensive lineman. You can bet that right now. You can go ahead and just put your money there taking an offensive lineman. That is happening 100%. That is the only lock we know as of right now for the draft. I can assure you that they are going to take an offensive lineman to protect uh, Joe Burrow and company there. Matt Rule said his team has a, uh, quote, somewhat significant number of new positive COVID cases. Of course, we already mentioned that Brian Burns was placed on there, but that was one of the deals where they had to send everybody home. They were trying to make sure that there wasn't any sort of massive outbreak there, so we will continue to monitor that situation. Not that anybody was really jumping up and down to back the, the Panthers as, as it is anyway. On the Colts side of things, um, Malik Jefferson, Marlon Mack, their uh, offensive tackle, Brayton Smith, all get moved to the COVID list as well. So, we're going to be monitoring all of these moving forward. And, and, and Amal, this is one of those things where with this, new, with, with this new protocol and being able to test out, I mean, we saw Tyreek Hill was able to test out, but then Travis Kelsey was not able to be tested out. So uh, we, we don't really know like when these guys get moved on, even if it is early in the week, whether they're actually going to be able to make it out or not. We've got one instance of that happening and then one instance of it not happening on the same team. You're absolutely right. Yeah. You know, First, let's start with the Carolina Panthers. I would like to see the test on these guys that they actually tested positive because I think certain guys are intentionally trying to opt out based on the way the Panthers are playing. That's just my point of view there. Lost five in a row, teams going nowhere fast. Matt, why get banged up, tear an ACL or something, or break a hand or something in the last couple of weeks of the season? But the one thing, I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, the CDC just issued new guidelines in terms of COVID quarantine going from 10 days to five days. Mm -hmm. Could have a huge impact in terms of the number of players and how long they're out. So pay mm -hmm. attention to that because if guys are going into quarantine potentially on Monday, they could theoretically be out by Saturday, so they could potentially play on mm -hmm. Sunday. So just something to pay attention to. I don't think it's going to be quite the slam dunk. And this is one of my frustrations right now, whether you're betting the NBA or any other game, you are literally going through every day checking to see who's available and who's unavailable yeah. because you don't want to sit there and take Milwaukee and find out Giannis is out or you don't want to be sitting there backing someone and then you realize, hey, wait a minute, Ian Book is getting the start. Yep. Yeah, I know. This is one of those one of those deals where I, I had started betting at least earlier on in the season a little bit a little bit more openers than I typically do, and I'm kind of backing off of that right now because I don't really know what's going to be going on, who's going to be out there. I mean, and we've seen with this line movement like you're talking about. I mean, so this past week, the Chiefs, double-digit favorites. Then the news comes out about Kelsey and Hill. The line plummets all the way to 7.5. Then people start getting optimism. They're going to make it back. It goes back to 8.5. Then one guy comes back, the other guy doesn't. It goes back to the double digits. I mean, it's, it's ping-ponging all over the place. We're trying to – we're. We're navigating this along with you guys out there. I'll put it that way, trying to figure out how this is all going to play out. Um, for the Jags, nothing really uh, nothing really good. No good news, basically, coming out of Jacksonville, that's for sure. And then even worse news there, James Robinson does tear his Achilles. He's a dude that has been, you know, pretty consistent for them over the last couple of years. And unfortunately, he does tear his Achilles. That being said, you know, I mean, that was uh, – they did draft Travis Etienne, so he should be back for them next year. So, I mean, I guess he'll kind of replace James Robinson in the Matt, I disagree with you on one thing. Good news for the Jaguars. Season's only got 13 days left in it. That's good. Yeah, right? That They'll be done good. in two weeks, next, uh, a week from Sunday. But if you are the Jaguars, right now they're looking at potentially having the first overall pick. And if I were to make you the GM at this point in time, are you taking potentially Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau? Or where are you going? Because you referenced Travis Etienne, which I think is like getting a second first-round pick yeah. next year back into the mix with Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, we'll see who the new coach there is. But any particular feeling on where you would go or you kind of just wait and see? Well, you, they get DJ Chark back as well. Who they didn't have all season long, so you get a, a number one receiver as well. I mean, it, it does. I do wonder if 
if if these teams at the top are going to value those top picks as much as we've seen in the in the years past, or if they look at this and say, okay, a contender might give us some a, a wad of picks here for something like that for a guy that can come in and make a difference. I think that's an excellent point. The one team I pointed to, the Bears, if mm-hmm. they're drafting the, until that game, which they should not have won yesterday simply because it hurt their draft stock, they could have been potentially looking at being the sixth pick. Now mm-hmm. you're not nine or something. you got to get Evan Neal or potentially the kid out of NC State on the offensive line to help Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you bring up an excellent point. If someone says, hey, we'll move up, and we can move back to 9, 10, 11, or 12, get another pick in there, I think it could be a huge benefit because there's a lot of holes in Jacksonville. Oh, and some of these bad teams, too, like just need way more than yeah. you know a singular player, so they're going to need something for sure. I mean, we keep rattling through here. I mean, uh, what, this is actually injury news as opposed to to COVID news. The Clyde, If you're watching the Chiefs game yesterday, Clyde Edwards-Alaire left the game. It looked pretty bad. Anytime we see those kind of collarbone injuries, you think, okay, the guy's definitely done for the season. But according to Ian Rapport, he says – that uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire collarbone injury was actually negative here, so he is not as of today. Now, we've seen some of these things change over the course of a couple of days, but as of today, he is not done for the season, and, you know, it looks like whether you're – I know there's some people who are not Chiefs believers still, but Amal, it does look like this team is hitting their stride at the right time. I mean, this is, listen, if, you, if they want to stumble along the way at the beginning of the season, this is when you want to be hitting the stride, and it seems like they're doing that right now. I think you're absolutely right, man. I think when you look in the AFC right now, you're looking at probably the two teams that we expected before the season started, Kansas City and Buffalo, right there on the verge of potentially being the two teams to beat. We'll see if it plays out that way. We have a good one tonight. I mean, and we, when I say good one, I mean, listen, it's a, it's a game that actually has some playoff implications here. And this is stuff that we're going to be we're going to be monitoring. I mean, all night long, you can't even imagine that this Miami Dolphins team was going to be in a position to make the playoffs. And here, instead, they are. We're going to do prop watch when we come back as well. This is VEASAN. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. You know, hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. (sighs) 
Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check out the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and the bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets. And where the money doesn't match the public opinion, data is available for Moneyline, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits. Another way, VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game over VEASAN.com. We have some information coming through here. We knew that Jimmy Garoppolo did not practice today, and then they went and addressed the media, and this is according to Ian Rappaport. This is coming down about a half an hour ago here, that he suffered a chipped bone and a torn ligament in his right thumb. His status is in doubt for this weekend, but he's going to try to gut it out, they are saying. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, he's not any good in the first place, so I mean, what are we doing with, I mean, why would you let him try to gut this out? I mean, is this like the biggest indictment ever on Trey Lance? I mean, essentially what we've got going on here? It really is, and I'll tell you what, I know a lot of people were not big fans of Trey Lance potentially coming out of North Dakota State, played a season in one game, so he took a chance on him with a third overall pick. But, I, Matt, I go back to the Super Bowl against Kansas City a couple of years ago. I knew everything I needed to about Jimmy Garoppolo when Kansas City had second and long, and Kyle Shanahan chose not to take a timeout defensively when it went to third and long. They get the ball back with about two minutes to go. Most teams, when they get the ball back with two minutes to go in the first half, forget about trying to run a two-minute offense. They're like, hey, can we score, get a stop, and get the ball mm-hmm. back? Kyle Shanahan's like, no, let's run the ball up the middle. Then we'll throw one pass over the middle to George Kittle, and he'll carry half the defense for 30 yards, and then we'll try and move the ball. This guy, you can't win with him. This team is built to win right now, just like the Cleveland Browns. Terrific defensively. You've got an elite playmaker on the edge in Nick Bosa. You've got a terrific linebacker in Fred Warner. Good secondary. You've got a great running game. And I want to ask you this question Mm -hmm. just to get your opinion. Kelsey or Hill or Debo Samuel and George Kittle? Which combo are you taking more? uh, Which one would you take, the wide receiver and tight end combo? To me, this team can win a Super Bowl. It's the quarterback that keeps them from getting to where they need to. Yeah, and and like, you know, it seems like this is a huge indictment on 
on Trey Lance and, and whether it's no progression whatsoever or his ability to to grasp the playbook or whatever it is because coming into this season, the one thing that Shanahan kept saying is like, no, Jimmy G's our guy, but we're going to have packages for Trey Lance. Like, we're going to have these design packages. That lasted all like two weeks, and then he wasn't seeing the field anymore. I know there was an injury in there and all that, but we haven't seen him back on the field since then. And then the way that Jimmy Garoppolo has played, if, if, there, was any, if there was anything that led them to believe that Trey Lance could, could win the football games, I think we would have seen him a couple of weeks ago. So, I mean, this is a this is a very interesting situation here because <laughs> we're going to find out what kind of what kind of uh, what kind of confidence they have in Trey Lance because Jimmy Garoppolo a chipped a chipped bone and a torn ligament and he's going to try to gut it out. I think you bring up an excellent point about Trey Lance. The fact that they have not utilized him in packages like they did earlier tells you that they don't believe him in a lot of different areas to even make small, quick, short tosses. And on top of that, I look at Jimmy Garoppolo. He's kind of a guy who, you know, you're a college football Mm -hmm. fan. He's a team that should be in the Big Ten West or the SEC East. Mm -hmm. Beats up on everybody. And the minute you got to play real competition, this guy's an absolute Mm no-show. You talk about single-handedly costing your team the game on Thursday night. You're in the red zone, throws a pick. The pick in the second half immediately allows Tennessee back in the ballgame. It's consistency. It's he's consistently inconsistent in the biggest of games, and that's the problem I have with Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, so, with Kyle Shanahan, guys, do you still have confidence that he's an elite head coach? His record at San Francisco, thirty-seven and forty-two. Is he an elite? We all think of him as this elite head coach. Is he? I have not for for quite some time, and and I think it, it's kind of like the proof in the pudding, like you're just saying. I mean, there there is there are several different things that goes on. I think we were so quick to crown these young guys like the second coming, right? I mean, it was the first first thing we wanted to do with Sean McVay. It's like, oh, my God, this guy's a genius. And saying, Shane, oh, this guy's a genius. And we want to do that, like, with all these guys. And then you give them a year. Other coaches start to figure out their tendencies and things that are going on. And then it's like, oh, maybe they weren't these geniuses after all. I think you both are correct, and you hit on something. When you look at it, not including this season, three of the four years he's had in San Francisco, he's been under 500. I personally think Shanahan's still a good coach. They always have a successful running game. That was a staple for Mike Shanahan in Denver as well. But the one thing that I would point to with any coach is you're probably as good or bad as your quarterback. Mike McCarthy's a far better coach than he really is because he had Aaron Rodgers for a long time. Bill Belichick, everyone always argues, who is it, Brady or Belichick? I'm like, it's not even an argument. It's always been Brady. The fact that Belichick made the playoffs once in five years in Cleveland without Tom Brady tells you everything you need to know. Bruce Arians was a pedestrian coach, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, this guy's polishing off hardware Mm -hmm. because of Tom Brady. To me, it's quarterback play. If they don't go get a quarterback in the offseason that can help them win and elevate that team, Matt, I think Kyle Shanahan at the end of 2022 is probably out in San Francisco. I can, I, I, if they, if they were ever going to start Trey Lance, I mean, I understand they pulled a big upset this week. They do have the Texans this week. (laughs) It is at home against the Texans. This line was sitting at 15 and a half. This news comes through now. It's down to 13 in favor of the 49ers at home over the Texans. So, again, as so, about as soft a landing spot as you could possibly have if you do have to go with your backup in this situation. So, we shall see what decision they end up making. Let's, uh, let's take a look at some props here. So over on the passing side of things, we got Tua sitting at 234 and a half, Ian Book sitting at 184 and a half over at DraftKings. The passing touchdowns, Tua a, a touchdown and a half. If you want the over, you're getting a little bit of plus money there. Ian Book, if you want the over on a half, you got to pay a pretty penny there, minus 225. So I would not recommend that at all. Interceptions. 
two on book, both set at a half. Um, the over on book, minus 190. They think that he's going to throw it to the other team in this one for sure. And then uh, pass plus rush yards to a 248 and a half. And then Ian Book, 221 and a half. I mean, listen, 184 and a half, Amal. I mean, I understand. He's never taken a snap in the NFL at all. But 185 yards against a, a defense that is likely to be blitzing him a, a, an incredible amount. I mean, you can beat a blitz every now and then and luck into some yards. I just wonder if, if 184 and a half is, is a little light on him. I tend to agree with you yeah. when you look at the fact that we're going to see a lot of swings and some, uh, you know, screen passes towards yep. Alvin Kamara. We know how good he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times do you see Kamara just take a play and turn it into a 15, 20-yard gain, to your point? Uh, the one that intrigues me is two under 234 and a half. You know, the one thing that has not gotten talked about in the last half a decade with Sean Payton and Drew Brees there in New Orleans is how good the Saints' defense mm-hmm. has been. They're still very good. That's what kept them in games, allowed them to dominate Tampa last week. Uh, that's when I would look at the under. And I, this is going to surprise you a little bit, Matt. I would actually play the no on the interception with Book uh-huh. because I just don't think there's going to be a plethora of downfield shots. Yeah. I think these are some, you know, look, here's the one other aspect, even if he makes an errant throw. Is there a defense going to play as well as Green Bay does when every ball comes to them, they're going to pick it off? How many times do you see guys get the ball in their hands they don't capitalize mm-hmm. on it? So I would go no on Book just simply because of the price. Yeah, you're definitely getting plus 140 on that, and I hope – This plays out the way that you say, because right here on this, I kind of have some props that are in line with what you're talking about here. On the receiving side of things, I have played the over on Alvin Kamara. There was a 25 and a half here in town, so I'm on the over 25 and a half receiving yards on him, and I'm on the over on Mark Ingram receiving as well for exactly what you just said. I mean, listen, it's a guy that is taking his first snaps in the NFL against a team that's going to be blitzing him left and right. And we know one of the things you do to come combat a blitz, to throw screens, short passes, keep. And I honestly think that they're going to do some just high percentage stuff to try to keep him a little bit more comfortable to start the game out. And, you know, Ingram, I know, is not a, a traditionally a pass catching back, but I think that they're going to utilize all of these guys close to the line of scrimmage as much as humanly possible. And so uh, going with that game plan, I actually played the over on both of the running backs receiving in this one. You know, it's a pretty interesting play, especially with Ingram there. I think he's got a great chance. One screen pass, mm-hmm. I mean, just break out for 9, 10 yards. You're going to get over the 7.5 there. The one that I like from an offensive perspective for Miami is Mike Kosicki over 41.5. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the one that I would take the under on is looking at um, – uh, Nick Vanette, uh, three catches. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see Vanette getting that many catches. Hell, here's the other problem. Even if you get him three targets, he's going to catch right, all three. Right. And so that, that's one I would look at there. The receivers, you know, with Traquan Smith, he's got great speed. He could bust one. Not as interested in that one. Um, Jalen Watt will be an interesting one. I think that'll be a fun one to keep an eye out for. I would lean under on that one, but not going to play that. Yeah, same. I, I lean under on a couple of these, but it's, it's not a big enough difference, I think, for me to put anything in the account on on the rushing side of things and it doesn't look like he's listed here but I was I got an under 40 and a half on Miles Gaskin in this one and for a couple of different reasons one as you just mentioned the ridiculous defense that that this Saints team brings and and specifically in the run game I mean they are so so good against the run and then also not only that Duke Johnson was getting some run last week with this team, and I'm wondering if he doesn't get, you know, at least some of the split carries going on in this thing. So uh, 40 and a half yards, I, I went ahead and played the under on Gaskin. You know, I don't think it's a bad play at all. Mm-hmm. I actually like Miles Gaskin as a player, but, you know, you mentioned it. Saints defense, tough to run on. Duke Johnson coming on, 107 yards rushing last week. Good opportunity for him. 
He had 22 carries. So you're not going to necessarily – why would you all of a sudden deviate from yeah. a guy who was averaging better than five yards a carry? I'm with you on that. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm hoping that he, he kind of siphons off some of those carries from Miles Gaskin. And if that's the case, then uh, I think that we're, we're pretty good. Steven, any, any props for you tonight? I like – this sounds weird, but I like – you're paying a heavy tax on it, but the over in Ian Book interceptions. Jake Fromm threw, I think, 20 passes or something like that was – over on his interceptions had one, if you want to put it that way. He only threw for 25 yards, so I would take the under on his yards as well. Uh, we're, we're, listen, you guys can go heads up. That's fine. That's fine. We go heads up here on the show every now and then. When we come back, look at some fruit baskets. Who won us some bets this week? And uh, see if there's any rotten fruit baskets we're going to give out as well. Primetime action here on Beeson. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Save 50% off of VSIN All Access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. Get access to our in depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits, showing where the money's going on every single game. Sign up today. You also get our daily best bets email, weekly betting guides, 24 7 video, plus our all new college bowl betting guide covering every bowl for only $39. That is vison.com backslash subscribe $39. Some bets are more fruitful than others. Let's find out who deserves a fruit basket of their own for helping the primetime action crew win this weekend. It is anyone that's watched this program for the last two years. Everyone knows that, that Jesus H. Burrow is, is, is <laughs> to me, he has a special place in my heart. I have, uh, you know, as, a, as an LSU Tiger, he brought me so much joy. And then also... Getting to the NFL, he's, he's won me a decent amount of money so far as well. And so I'd like to give this one out to not only him, but to all of the teammates that went out there and just absolutely destroyed this past weekend. Yes, not only Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, everybody having a game this week. Joe Burrow goes for 525 yards after Wink Martindale said, yeah, we're not ready to give him a jacket just yet. So he decided, okay, I'll go for 525 on you in that one. Now, I was fortunate enough to to get ahead of the curve here before the whole thing with the quarterback situation on the Ravens side. So I had it at two and a half. But listen, it was it was never in doubt with whatever number you got on Cincinnati in this one. So it was a it was a nice little cruise job. And so thank you, Joe and company for that. On my my next one here, I'm going to go with uh, with Josh Allen. This was. I figured that the Bills were going to be a different team outside of that weather game that they had against the Patriots. I think the Patriots, not the biggest fraud out there, but one of the bigger fraud teams that are that, that are in the AFC. And so Josh Allen goes out and listen, this was a pretty a pretty good statement game for for Josh Allen. I think that when you look at those big time throws that he made, when you look at how poised he looked for the first time, it looks like in, in, in a while, it looks like this Bills team again without their number two and three receiver in this game, I might add. No Gabe Davis, no Cole Beasley, and still were able to do what they were able to do this past week. Uh, Josh Allen, nice on you. Thank you for that cruise job as well. And then Byron Pringle. Byron Pringle, you just went out there and you stepped in. You stepped up. They didn't need Travis Kelsey because they had Byron Pringle this week for the Kansas City Chiefs to go out there. He probably made himself who, – who knows how much money he made himself from all. I mean, seriously, like this is like one of those deals where all you have to have is one big game in the NFL and then another team's going to sign you for a multi-million dollar 
contract here. But this was, uh, as people started to doubt this and this thing fell a little bit lower, I went ahead and took a little piece of of the Chiefs when that number kind of bottomed out. And um, that was also crew's job. Never had to worry about it. And so those, uh, it's, it's, it's rare that I get a week where it, Everything just kind of was sweat-free, and that, that it was nice. This was a nice little week of sweat-free bets. Hey, you're absolutely right. The ones you referenced uh, easily. Had one today in college football with Western Michigan going up against Nevada. They were barely able to field the team here. <laughs> as we see Jay Norvell move down to Colorado State. Really still curious as to why he went from Reno to the fort. I, I get it's a better uh, place to live, in my opinion, but... I'm really surprised by that one, but the Broncos rolling this one today, easily winning, covering the seven points against uh, Nevada. And then college basketball on Saturday, Wyoming uh, really just absolutely barnstorming South Florida. Talk about an offensively challenged basketball team. The South Florida Bulls, pay attention to Brian Gregory's team if you're looking to bet against teams throughout the college basketball season. This team is just inept offensively. Probably continue that way as the Cowboys were laying seven and a half in this one, win this one by 20. By the way, though, I will say two things I have negatives on. One, the Lakers against the Brooklyn Nets. This Lakers team has sunk me twice in the last week. (laughs) Once against the San Antonio Spurs and then against the Nets. This reminds me years ago, if you remember when Sammy Sosa was with the Baltimore Orioles, a buddy of mine and I were like, we're going to keep betting the Orioles. Now, we got absolutely just pillaged. (laughs) I mean, they're due. They're due. The old due theory put us right in the poorhouse. And uh, if you keep taking the Lakers like I've been, it's going to be a similar situation. And then my other one is whoever made this graphic. Why am I on a body that's smaller than my head? I mean, the width of my head is bigger than my body. Come on, give me a break here. You got to get in the gym, Amal. This is is is. a future you. Like, you know, this is like, this is. Hey, listen, I know I'm fatting, but come on. This this is is anorexic, malnourished. This is P90X, Amal, right here, is what we've got. P90X skipping 50 meals. I mean, this is like having eaten in three years. I want to ask you about a couple of games. Uh, We'll we'll gradually make our way through through the schedule here, but. First, you know, start on Saturday with this Packers-Browns game where the Browns come in with, you know, still a a pretty depleted team. We're able to get this thing where, I mean, the the Packers scrape by 24-22. If you had a teaser leg, you made it. If you had the Packers, you didn't. And you take a look at this team. Now this Packers defense, which we were really kind of propping up for uh, uh, at the beginning of the season, now we've seen kind of a little bit of cracks here along the way. Does this does this does this game what do you one do you, what do you take away from it overall and two are you worried at all about this team once they get to the playoffs? I'm not because I think they're going to have home field advantage throughout and that'll be a huge edge. I don't think this year they'll end up blowing it even though I hope the Rams figure out a way to get past them and get to the Super Bowl. But, you know, give the Browns credit I I thought the Browns played well in an important game for them. Again, the flaw was at the quarterback position. This is still a pretty good team from a talent standpoint. The way the roster is comprised for the Cleveland Browns, they should be a Super Bowl contender. So that's the one thing I would push back against. But Green Bay, they take advantage. Three turnovers in the first half, score 21 points, and they did enough just to get it done. The defense gets a critical stop when they needed it. Yeah, I I get you can argue that there should have been a PI or defensive holding, whatever, on that one. But for me, I, I still think with Aaron Rodgers, Matt, the key is this guy doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah. You know, Bill Parcells, I covered him when he was in Dallas. He didn't care if you're the greatest player ever or you're the worst player ever. The most important thing with him was don't turn the ball over. And that's what you have with Rodgers, and you saw the difference with Cleveland with Baker Mayfield. Stephen, we have 10 more catches for 114 yards and two touchdowns for Devontae Adams. And I, I've, I was, I've been screaming all season long. I'm like, I, and, and Baltimore finally did it. You know, Baltimore finally did it two weeks ago. But I would, I would sell out. 
every single time and just make Aaron Rodgers beat me with Lazard and MVS and all these other guys, but I'm not giving 10 for 114 and two touchdowns to Devontae Adams. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just not doing it. You can't. And when Devontae Adams hits the market, every team should be lining up to pay him as much money as possible. He's a bona fide number one stud. He's a bona fide best receiver in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I mean, he gets over, like, it's, you know where the ball's going every single time, and it doesn't matter. You do, but I'll tell you, you know, I get your point, Stephen, and I think he's a terrific receiver. But I'll tell you, I could probably have 10 catches on the season if I played for the Packers. This guy, Aaron Rodgers, puts the ball every – I mean, it's unbelievable. It's true. I mean, his accuracy in terms of where the ball placement is and, and staying with the play. And I think one thing that's underrated in Aaron Rodgers' game, he's the best I've ever seen in that. Him and Brady are the two best I've ever seen at sidestepping the pass rush in the pocket. They have such a good feel of where the pressure is, but not necessarily stepping into it and making the right play. If he played in a bigger market but with a lesser quarterback, is he still the same player to you guys? If he played in Dallas without maybe Dak Prescott. I mean, he, he does it all, though. That's the thing, right? I mean, like, that, there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing Devontae Adams doesn't do. He, he, can, he can go downfield. He can take a screen pass, a line of scrimmage, make things happen. He'll go across the middle. There's so many of these receivers that basically are not, not necessarily one-trick ponies, but you get what I'm, where I'm going with this. And, like, he does everything. And so I think, I mean, I do. I think he's a legitimate top top three receiver in the league. And, you know, I think there will definitely be some people lining Amal, up. Amal, to your point then, if he's in New York, right, big market, but he's got Daniel Jones, does he make Daniel Jones better? No. No. Nobody can no make, can nobody make, can make yeah, no, no. The only guy that can make Daniel Jones better is no longer coaching. His name was David Cutcliffe at Duke. That's the bottom line. But to your point, I think you bring up an excellent point, which is, He's a very good receiver, and I'm with Matt. He's a top two or three. My guy that I have number one is DeAndre Hopkins. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, this guy could probably catch a BB, but the reality of it is playing with Rodgers helps a lot. I mean, where would Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, Donald Driver, and all these guys yeah. be without Aaron Rodgers? It's the ball placement, the accuracy, all those things are a factor. But don't take away what, from what Adams is. He's an elite receiver. Wherever he is, he's a top five or top seven guy. But we see a guy like Terry McLaurin, who's not that good because he does, I mean, he's a good receiver, but he doesn't have the help. Look how good Jamar Chase is because he's playing with a quarterback who's really good, throws the ball well, and who he's familiar with. I think the familiarity and the experience together helps a lot, mm -hmm. and that's what allows a player to develop like that. We look here, Green Bay, six to six and a half point uh, home favorites against Minnesota in this coming up week. I think the one thing, too, that if you are, if you're long on Green Bay here, it, you got to give you at least a minimal amount of pause was the the shots that we got multiple times throughout the course of that game of Aaron Rodgers limping around, limping over to the sideline with that, that toe injury. And, I mean, there was two different times. One time his own lineman, one time one of the defensive linemen stepped on his foot. And, and you could see, I mean, it was definitely visible pain that was going on with him. Now, these NFL players get the good stuff, and so he went to halftime, and it was, <laughs> you know, it wasn't as as bad, but you know, there's, there obviously is going, this is going to be a thing moving forward or whatever, but you know, I, I, I don't, Aaron Rodgers might be so incredibly good that it doesn't matter if he has a pinky toe or not. Lop the thing off, you know? I, I was agree with you, and I think one of the differences is their defense real quick. By the way, Matt, you mentioned getting that injection at halftime. I've always advocated in baseball, we should have a physician in the on-deck circle and inject which player wants the juice. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good with all this stuff, man. I'm not, listen, I want to, I can't do any of this stuff no matter how much juice I'm on, so I just want to see how far you can hit it, how fast you can run, and how far you can throw. When we come back, we'll take a look at the AFC playoff picture, see what this thing looks like after this madness that has gone on here. It's primetime action.
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named Best Hybrid Mattress 5 Years Running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen. On your schedule, go to vsun.com backslash podcast and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, Market Insights, Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all free and available at vsun.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts, except for this show. It says it says this show, but it's we're not on there, so that's, the, the, the show's not on there. So 
We'll, we'll fix that, Reed. But yeah, this is a live show, man. You got to you got to listen live every single day. We're not on the podcast. We're not any we're not any good after this. You know, <laughs> we don't have any stay in power. You got to be here with us for the three hours every day. I, I would agree with you. Wait, you got to tune in for three hours. If we got to be here, please join us. Yeah, I mean seriously. So guys, this is uh, sitting right now. I mean, like it, I, I I looked it up. So it's twenty one players that the Saints are not going to have tonight in this game. Uh, so Juwan Johnson tight end for them. Adam Troutman's another tight end for them. Taste. Hill, Trevor Simeon, of course, so we know that's why Ian Book is going to be out there. Malcolm Jenkins is not going to be out there. They got Jeff Heath, who's the backup safety to Malcolm Jenkins, is not going to be out there, so it's the starting guy and the backup guy. Off the line, Jordan Mills is not out there. Um, there this, this is just a, a really, really bad situation from a, COVID situ, uh, from a COVID standpoint. Both tackles are not going to be out there. Uh, Demario Davis, linebacker, is not going to be out there as well. So it is, look, I I understand it swung six points, but Steve, I mean, it's like half the team is gone, man. Like I, I know it moves six points, but I mean, they move Quan Alexander today. He's not, he's, he's not on there as well. I mean, it is just the depth is, is not there. They had to move 14 people from the practice squad to, in order to be able to play in this game. Their quarterback situation's already a mess, but the minute you told me Ian book was starting, you got to run away from the saints in my opinion. That's well, not a guy you can bet on, right? I, I tend to agree with you, but I still think this defense is very good. The three key players out for New Orleans for me, Demario Davis defensively, Malcolm Jenkins, and then Ryan Ramchick. Uh, mm. Like you, you I, you're a Saints fan. I know you're yeah. from Louisiana, but I have a friend of mine sent me a great text. He's a huge Saints fan after they beat the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He goes, you know, we beat this team with nobody at quarterback and two folding chairs at tackle, <laughs> and they were able to do it. So I'm not going to discount what this team could yeah. potentially do here. Yeah, I mean, look, Peyton is, is, is pretty good here. I imagine, I imagine there's a, a decent chance that he'll have some, some stuff up his sleeve in this one, but it is uh, – it's certainly an uphill battle. There's no doubt about that. But it's not an explosive offense from Miami. So they, they can they can keep this thing pretty ugly. We're looking at a 37.5 total. Uh, let's take a look at this AFC playoff picture here um, via our friends over at DraftKings. Guys, this, I mean, in theory, everything you see on the screen, these are still somehow in play. Now, some much more live than others, but the Colts currently sitting at the five seed at nine and six, the Patriots in the six seed at nine and six Ravens in the seven seed at eight and seven. And then you go chargers, eight and seven Raiders, eight and seven, the Steelers still hanging around somehow with that shell of a team at seven, seven and one dolphins, of course, play tonight could move into that eight and seven territory as well. And then the Browns and Broncos still sitting at seven and eight mall. When we look at this, I mean like minus 3,500 minus 2,000, no one's betting that for the Colts Patriots, whatever to make the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. That's going to, that's going to happen. But if we look at any of these other teams here, Ravens, Chargers, Raiders, Steelers, Dolphins, et cetera, do any of the yes to make the playoff numbers happen to, to jump off the pace to you? You know, the one that I would look at is the Cleveland Browns plus mm -hmm. 450. They play the Steelers next week on the road in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. They're minus three there. I think they can win that football game. And then they close out the season against the Dolphins at home. Excuse me, uh, the Bengals at home, which is a winnable game for them. That's the thing I would consider mm -hmm. there. The Broncos, I would scratch off the list. I think the Raiders are another team at plus 350 simply because when you look at Matt <laughs> yeah. and the head-to-head -head matchups in the AFC – They've beaten uh, so many teams in these spots. They beat the Browns. They've beaten the Dolphins. Um, they've got a lot of these headed. They've beaten the Ravens. So from a tiebreaker standpoint, they have a huge edge there. I, I think this is a team that could potentially be there. I'm not ready to back this team when you look at they've got to go to the Colts next week, and then they have the Chargers. It's a tough schedule, but from a price standpoint, I don't think it's necessarily the worst price. 
Do you think, so we look at uh, like the Colts are sitting six and a half to one, Patriots sitting seven to one at the top right there, but sitting six and a half and seven to one to win the AFC. Now we understand Chiefs are, like we talked about a little earlier in the show, seems like they're hitting their stride at the right time. That being said, six and a half to one on a team like the Colts that if things are all going right, they can kind of bully you with that run game. It, it, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that the Colts could kind of catch fire here. They just need a little bit better quarterback play to Carson Wentz. But, I mean, what you have with that offensive line, what you have with that run game, and the way this defense is playing, I think they're live. I completely agree with you. I said it a couple of weeks ago on Odds On that if you look at this Colts team, you have a running game. It always gives you an opportunity, regardless of where you are playing, whether it be Buffalo, Kansas City, weather a factor in New England, they've got a chance. Taylor's outstanding. You mentioned it. I think the one weakness that I would point to is Wentz there. That's the one question mark I have. Defensively, far better than they get credit for. On the outside with Pittman and with T.Y. Hilton, I think this team is dangerous. I think they're very much a live dog at six and a half there to one to get to the uh, Super Bowl. And then one team from a long shot perspective, Matt, and I'm not saying Mm -hmm. they're going to make it, but I just, when you look at the odds and I criticized them a little while back saying they play terrible in January, I think the Ravens at 28 to one, when you look at everyone else behind them from eight through 13 are probably the best chance simply because Lamar is an X factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got the best special teams player, in my opinion, probably ever in uh, Tucker. So this team could be very dangerous. Harbaugh's got experience. Um, and I don't think in either conference right now, particularly in the AFC, as well as the Chiefs are playing, I don't think anyone's a runaway freight train where you're like, hey, I don't see a chance for this team to get upset. Yeah, I mean, and sitting there at eight, I mean, the Chargers, after laying the egg this past week, I mean, could not have shot themselves in the foot any more than they did this past week, losing outright to the Texans in a game where they were double-digit favorites. And I understand they had a couple of guys out for COVID, but so did, so did the Texans, right? <laughs> and on top of that, the Texans are basically like a replacement-level team as it is anyway. So now you see here with this team, I mean, look, they're sitting at 8-7. and seven. It's not like it's out of the realm of possibility that the Broncos and the Raiders could could beat this team. I mean, they, they could lose out and not make the playoffs here. I don't think that's crazy for this Chargers team. I, I would agree with you completely. Yeah. You brought up a great point with this Chargers team. When I mentioned the Ravens, yeah, their defense has been decimated by injuries, especially Humphrey being out in that secondary. But I think this Chargers defense, outside of the two great pieces they have in Bosa and Derwin James, I think this defense is far below average. Uh, Anybody can move the ball back on them. And I go back to week number five when the Browns were moving it at will against them. They were fortunate uh, that Viscaino missed the extra Mm -hmm. point. Otherwise, the Browns would have gone right back down the field and scored and won the game there. I I think this Chargers team has a lot uh, to improve upon defensively. I I think they could be in serious trouble here. Again, the Raiders, Daniel Carlson, strong leg. Josh Jacobs can run the football. As long as Derek Carr doesn't ask for his bottle and a blankie, you might have a chance. I mean, you're looking there, minus 150. I mean, minus 150 for the Chargers to, to miss the playoffs? I don't, I don't think that's crazy. I think they got the best quarterback of the bunch there, though. As you look at that list of teams, I think they've got the best quarterback. Matt Jones is solid, right? But he's a rookie. Do you trust him down the stretch late? I get it's not great value, but plus 125 is not bad. As I look at the list, guys, I think quarterbacks. Is there a better quarterback on that list than Herbert? No, there's not. And I I, I will agree with you 100%. I mean, I, if you look down this list, I mean, you could almost argue, I mean, I, I think Big Ben is dust. But, I mean, I, you know, outside of that, I mean, like, out, until you get down to the Broncos, I mean, the, the team that's sitting in the five seed, I think, could you could argue has the worst quarterback situation of almost any of the ones that are, that are on the list right there. And so, you know, it, it's... The problem with the Chargers is just what Amal said: is where where the stops come. I mean, yeah. like it's it's you can run the ball on this team at will, and then and then the the secondary now 
outside of Derwin James is 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 now their their liability as well. So I just as good as that offense can be when they're clicking, it's they're not going to score every single time they get the ball, and it's almost as if the other team is going to score on them every time they get the ball. You bring up an excellent point there, but I want to go back to that reference you used about dust with. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger, I love that point. I know there's a lot of Steelers fans wish he was cremated a long time ago. And the reality, the way he's played, he's cremated the Steelers. But I'm with you. Um, look, the Patriots are going to make the playoffs. they got an easy schedule the rest of the way in their final two games. They'll be in good shape. I think the Ravens are going to be that seventh team. I don't think they'll necessarily beat the Rams, but I think they'll find a way to sneak in. I mean, to me, it's going to be interesting to see. At least one thing, we'll have a good final two weekends. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to have – Either Lamar or Huntley back this week, yeah. like so one one of the two, so they get back to 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 that as well. And then you know, look, this is it's still a, 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 a you look at this Raiders team, you look at the Steelers. There's, there's warts on all of these teams as we kind of go down the list here. Um, Dolphins could put themselves in a pretty interesting spot if they are able to pull that out tonight, no doubt about it. Um, I do, I do want to hit on the other Saturday game real quick, and that Colts Cardinals game. Colts win twenty two to to sixteen. In that one, do you do you attribute this fall for the Cardinals, the the loss of DeAndre Hopkins, or do you think this is a bigger issue here that maybe is just starting to catch up with them as as the season has progressed? And I actually kind of look at it from the standpoint that they were playing over their heads mm -hmm. probably the first eight nine weeks of the season, and they've come back to what they really are. You've got an average coach who's been treated like he's some royalty. This guy couldn't coach himself out of a wet paper bag in West Texas, and there was a reason why USC offered him a coordinator job and not a head coaching job. Kyler Murray had a great start. Defense played well, but I just don't think they're quite as good as their record indicated over the first probably 12 weeks. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, this has just been a team that I've, it's been real hard for me to buy in on, and I think that it's kind of proven that that's going to be the case with this team. We're going to take a final look here at Monday Night Football before this thing kicks off. Talk about a first touchdown bet as well. Primetime action here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 